Artcentric Podcast with Rafi and Klee. Hola, you amazing artists. It's Rafi and Klee. And today we are going to talk about feeling tired, feeling either tired, run down, kind of exhausted, or just a little bit tired, uncreative, and how it is that we approach our creative projects or just life whenever we happen to run into uh, one of those days where... Uh, you just really don't feel like doing anything. And it's a very timely podcast because we're very tired today. Yeah, we definitely are having one of those days where we just don't feel like doing anything. Uh, first off, this is a live pod stream with our awesome rogues. So I want to say hi to our rogues. Esther Jones is here. Yobi One, which is Yoshana, Extempore Art, Chris, Tina Colburn Art, and Kirkman Studios. Hi, you guys. And also Sarah Molyneux and Cotter Pinks are here with us. Hey, you guys. So, yeah, this morning I woke up uh, not early. Usually I wake up very early and get started on whatever projects it is that's going on. This morning I woke up uh, not very early and I felt like a truck... Like somebody like grabbed like a metal tray in a cafeteria and just slapped me on the face with it. Like, you know, that that feeling where you wake up and you're like, I don't I don't feel like I look great at all. Woo, got here in time, said Sarah. Awesome. Kyle's here too. Hey Kyle. Hey Kyle. Uh took me a few to figure out how to get here. But you Kyle. are here. You are here. Yeah. <clears throat> so this this morning am I gonna have to edit out your apologies? Your throat noises. Yep. Yeah, when Klee gets tired, she gets throat noises. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so this morning, this morning, I um, after facing that, I was like, okay, well, let me get my day started. I went downstairs, looked at my list of things, right? Because like I wanted to work on uh, doing something in the studio. I had some uh, changing things around in the art studio to do. I wanted to film a video for the main channel. I wanted to film a Monday motivational madness and, you know, like, so I had these things on my list and immediately the only thing that I had going on in my brain was, I don't want to, like, I just don't want to. What slapped you with a tray, said Sarah. No, Sarah, <laughs> that's, that's how I, I felt this morning. Like I had been slapped with a tray across the face. Welcome, uh, Arianne. Hey, Arianne. And so like, it got me thinking, cause I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to not do something because I have things on my schedule and, um, you know, I can take it easy today, but there are things that I want to do. And because we do have, we do have somewhat of a deadline because Clee's parents are coming out in about two weeks. Yeah. So essentially we've planned out the next two weeks, listed all the things we would like to accomplish and then like plug them in. Yeah. And it's, it's quite a few things I think one of the things that just didn't really dawn on me until after we moved into the house was that um, there's going to be a lot of rebuilding of the studio, a lot of rebuilding, uh, doing repairs in the house, things going wrong. For the most part, over our career, we've always like accounted for things maybe not working out quite the way that they are and staying very flexible but the amount of flexibility that's been required in all the things that we're tackling, because we're releasing books, uh, recording an audio book, um, I'm giving a talk this Friday. Uh, we have a new album that we want to release. Uh, there are definitely commissions and new art pieces and the studio being built. And we have a third floor bedroom to uh, repair and build and all that stuff. As well as the collab virtual show. Yeah. And the, the collab virtual show, which is going to be amazing. Um, and usually I'm able to take a look at all that stuff and really give myself time, space it out, right? Because that's what you do. A lot of people get really frustrated when they take on commissions because honestly, they don't give themselves the the time to really work it out, the mental space that you need to mm -hmm. be able to work out a commission. Or they give themselves the mental space and they don't they don't do anything until the last moment, which honestly it's it's okay too, because despite despite what you might think, even when you're not working on something, you are thinking about it, you are working on something. It's true, yeah. Uh, Kiri said, finally got in. Hey, Kiri. Hi, Kiri. 
Uh, can't wait to hold the book in my hands. Yes. And oh, what an experience that will be. The books feel great. Yeah. They have a good tactile thing happening. They do have a really great tactile thing. I'm so excited. Yeah. But I think, I think it was, I think it was a combination of, we just got the studio done, right? So like there was this weight that got lifted off my shoulders. For sure. And then that very same night when we finally finished building our studio, then the sewer pipe started leaking. And immediately I was like, oh, what the heck? Yeah. And it it was kind of like the wind got knocked out of my sails. And then we basically went right into like, all right, we got to fix this mode. And so, and at the same time, we were doing our taxes and uh, scheduling other things as well and getting ready to go get the books and-, and Coordinating you know. with Arts Council for classes. Um, so my reaction when the sewage pipe thing happened was actually that I went numb a little bit. Um, and then when I snapped out of that- uh, it was this valiant, like, well, I, I don't want to say valiant, but it was a concerted effort to say, screw it. This is happening no matter what I do. So I got to make this as, as fun as possible. Right. And just do what needs done. Um, which honestly took a tremendous amount of all the energy, physical, emotional, mental. I mean, we did, and we did pull it off. We had a good time. I was like, you know what? This is happening. We're dealing with the sewer pipe. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the best we can. Uh, We obviously want to take care of this really quickly. I think it was just that a lot of things mounted. And honestly, that's, that's not the first time in the last few months where it's been like that, where it's been, there's been this, like, you know, it's almost like a race against time to get things done. The thing about it is that usually in the midst of all that, we do have um, that time in the studio. Mm -hmm. And the studio has been closed down for eight months. Yeah, almost nine months. Almost nine months. And like, I got in there yesterday, yesterday morning for for about an hour and and started working on a piece. And I think I shared it on, on the social medias where I was working on something. And there was something so relaxing about that. Um, but what was interesting was that like after, afterwards, after like I sat down and I was relaxed and I was thinking about, okay, well the studio's done, but we still got to ship the books. But then there is a mountain of stuff that we want to get done before your parents get here, mm-hmm. uh, including recording the, the audio book so that we could put all of that behind us. Um, immediately it was like, there was this sense of, am I getting overwhelmed here? Right. And Am I, but at the same time, it was like, I was kind of relaxed, like, like the weight got lifted off because now the studio is done. That pipe got done. We've we, cleared some bottlenecks yeah. for sure. For sure. I think one of the things that helped me, um, cause I was feeling overwhelmed up until the point where we sat and we listed all the things that we would like to accomplish. Um, once the things were listed that we would like to accomplish and we plugged them into the schedule, even though it's a lot of stuff. It was that getting it out of the brain jar and getting it onto paper like helped me a lot. Because one thing I know about myself, and I think it's probably true for a lot of folks, um, I can be physically tired uh, and I can do stuff. Um, I actually struggle more with lack of direction than with being tired. If I know what needs to be done, I can do it. I can push through the physical tired. But the emotional tired that comes with overwhelm, or stress or not knowing exactly what you are doing because it's not on paper. It's just floating around like ambiguous things. Especially, especially when it's a lot of things, when you have a lot of things and then you're, you're standing there and, you know, for me, I think that that's one of the things that was happening, especially yesterday. I got up and immediately was like, okay, well, do I go downstairs and work on a studio? Um, Do I go and, and fix the stuff that's on the front porch. Uh, do we order <laughs> simple things like, do we order the splash guards for the tub? Right. We keep you forgetting know, this. Yeah. Yes. You know, and all these things, Samuel's here. Hi, Samuel. Hi, Samuel. Uh, so like we. Laska's here too. And Laska sent us a gift. Hey, Hi, Laska. Thank you, thank Laska. You. Yeah. It, it just, it was one of those things where it's like without, without that direction where like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. 
without that direction, because basically for the last few months, it's been, you wake up in the morning and I know, okay, I'm working on a studio today because I've been working on the studio for the last three days. So you go down, I go down there and I get started on the studio or I'm working on this project and I want to get this project done, or I'm editing these videos or we're working on this song or we're doing the book editing. So like I wake up and boom, I'm, I'm getting started on book editing. Mm -hmm. You have that sense of direction. Tired or not, right? Yeah. Tired or not. You push through it because you have that project, that one project that you're working on, or you have a direction of different projects and you have it kind of scheduled out. The funny thing is that once we cleared those bottlenecks, all of a sudden it was like, I was standing there like, why? Why are there so many projects still (laughs) when we cleared so many other things? And and we decided, too, to make a list of what we had accomplished to help ourselves get motivated again. But I never suffer as much as when I don't know what to do. So I struggled the most the day that those things were completed and it hadn't been decided what was about to happen next. Indecision makes me more tired than like anything else that you could throw at me. Right. Kiri says, I have six major goals and I get very overwhelmed. Do I complete one at a time or work on each one a little bit each week? I think that's a really personal choice. It is. I personally like to have multiple things going on so that I can switch between them when I'm stuck with one. Um, I think it also depends on what they are. Because, for example, when we were working on the book, like the book really, really needed a lot of concentration and a lot of time. So, like, if we were working on the book, that was kind of where our focus was Mm -hmm. for a while. But then we had other projects that like, okay, well, we'll do this this morning and we'll do this tonight. Or, you know, whenever we get stuck with this one, we'll work on this project. Mm -hmm. So I do think I... Yeah, I agree. It is a very personal thing and it is dictated by the specific projects themselves as well. Sarah M said, I I make silly mistakes when I let myself work when I'm tired. So having mind time is really important to me. That's oh, a good point, Sarah. Absolutely. When you find yourself making mistakes, especially if you're doing something where you could hurt yourself, um, that's when I know like, okay, my work is done for the day for sure, for sure. And here's the thing too, like I talk about pushing through um, it's harder with creative work. Like I can paint a wall or wood stain some stuff. Oh yeah. When, when, you're, I'm tired. when you're doing grunt work. Yeah. I can vacuum some floors or do some, you know, whatever. But when it comes to creative work, uh, I can even do admin work when I'm tired, but yeah, the creative work takes that mental and emotional energy. You can do it, but really you have to get yourself to a motivated place yeah. for the creative work. I feel like Ariana said being emotionally overwhelmed can feel like being stuck. Having a direction is the key to getting out of that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Sarah said my bottlenecks get less in the spring. That's nice. That is nice. That is nice. And I mean, and that's the, the goal, right? Because like we never get it done. So the idea is to like clear up as many things for, for clean. I, one of the biggest issues was that, in moving, there was a lot of bottlenecks that we were bringing with us because of the state of things mm-hmm. in our old studio and where we lived. There were a lot of things that we kind of, we put on, we didn't kind of put on, we put on hold until after the move. Oh, definitely. And then once we got here, there was all this other stuff that we had to take care of. And we had all these bottlenecks from our past. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Apparently, it's going to be a throat-clearing podcast for me. (laughs) Uh, Sam said, in a wood shop, it could mean a finger. Oh, yes, it can. Yes, it can. It's one of the reasons that I I don't use the saw or any of the power tools when when I am tired. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, if I could avoid driving, I just don't drive either. Uh, Kiri said, writing a book, herbalism, creating skincare, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, if you got to break it down... Break it down. Maybe you spend a day working on something um, and or, you know, and on other projects, you could divide that up through the day. Whatever you feel comfortable with, don't be afraid to like try it and see what works for you, especially with specific projects. And remember, it won't always work um, with everything like you, you, you really have to see what what it is that's calling for you. And it might be even one of those things where it switches up from week to week. Yeah, definitely. Yobi One said the Notion app has been helping work on projects. 
I wish it had a big red energy button I could slap. Today I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's been, it's been strange. Like at the end of the night for the last month or so, while we were working on the book and working on different projects, at the end of the night, we would uh, sit down to watch a show or something. And nine times out of 10, I was falling asleep. Yeah, both of us were. And, and I don't, I'm not the kind of person, like I love movies and I love shows and stuff like that. I really get into them. And I don't, I'm not the kind of person that puts on a show and then just falls asleep. But I was literally within the first five minutes, I could not keep my eyes open. So it tells me that like emotionally and physically, um, it, came, it it was time to just relax. And it didn't mean that I wasn't going to work on projects today because I did. But I think it's one of those things where I have to remind myself, like there are certain projects that are a pain in the butt, like, you know, fi- fixing plumbing, yes. uh, doing those kind of things, those things that you know need to happen. So you're going to go ahead and you're going to push through them. But when it comes to like creative projects, whether it is working on a painting, even building the studio or editing something, I got to remind myself that these are the things that I want to do. So if I am going to do them and I am feeling a little bit tired, I can relax while doing them. And I, and the video that I did today had to do with that because a lot of times we jump into extremes where it's like, I don't want to do anything. And then where it's all or nothing or it's all or nothing. Yeah. And instead of it being all or nothing, just being like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to just do this. I'm just going to fachunk it for a little bit. I'm going to take my time with it. If I get it done today, great. If I don't, then great. Because ultimately what is most important to me here is that I do feel a sense of accomplishment today to some extent, but most importantly that I feel relaxed and happy with what I'm doing, that I don't feel like there is a, deadline that I'm pushing against that is going to overwhelm and take over my creative life. Um, obviously with the books, with getting the books, you know, we did, we, we pushed it. We definitely pushed it. Yeah. We uh, spent a lot of time working on that book and editing that book. And then we spent a lot of time building our studio. And then we spent a lot of time reorganizing uh, things and getting ready for that pipe. And then immediately after that was done, the next morning, we drove eight hours to go get books. Yeah, we so rebuilt like, the wall in the and the studio. We, and then, yeah, yeah, so then coming back, like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm tired. But I still had the energy to get up in the morning, go down in the studio, and throw some paint mm-hmm. at the artwork. Like... That felt good. So I think in those times, it's like if you are tired by a project that you're working on, you do have to take a look and say, okay, what is it about this that is causing me to feel tired? What is it about this that's bringing that up? Because, yeah. Tina said sometimes you're just tired and you need a me day. And that's true. Yeah. And I think the best thing there, like you've said before, is – do it deliberately, yeah. you know, instead of feeling like, oh, I just don't know what I'm going to yeah. do. You do nothing to be like deliberate day off, deliberate well, meeting. Because that's yeah. one of the things there is no, you don't, it's impossible to do nothing, right? It's impossible. Even if you're sitting there staring at a wall, you're sitting there staring at a wall. You're always doing something. So in my mind, I'm like, if I'm going to do something that's going to be deliberate, I could definitely, uh, with the best of them, just say like, you know what? Today's just going to be a Netflix day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I want to uh, do the, you know, like this is what I, I want to sit outside and just enjoy nature. Uh, let's have a barbecue. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. And there's a big difference between doing that and getting up and being like, I just don't want to do anything because I, I know that emotionally I'm not in a good place and it's, going to take me a longer time to get out of that place than if I just decide to do something. That is a good question to ask. And and it's one that I had to ask myself going into the sewage pipe days was like, do I have to take this so seriously? It's something that we have to do, right? Um, Do I have to be... I could have made it so much worse and so much more miserable solely based on attitude. And I know myself and I know I have the capability to make a situation suck really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Or I have the capability to make it okay. We all have the capability to make a situation suck really bad. And that's for something that there's no getting around it, right? When it comes to your creative work, um, dude, I've made it too serious and stressed myself out with the best of them. And I've had to ask myself countless of times, like, well, 
why are you making this so serious? Why are you making this a miserable experience when it's something that you like to do? Yeah. What are the things that you're imposing on yourself that make this feel horrible or draining? And I, I think that that's the thing. Like it, everything gets added to it, right? So like you're looking at, well, this is what's going on with the plumbing and we got to get these pipes fixed and and this needs to be fixed over here. And and um, your parents are coming, so we mm-hmm. got to get this ready. And right now it's it's a little hot in this room. So what are we going to do? Get air conditioning units and all this. So like little by little things start adding up and stacking up. And then you have, let's say, a commission. Right. Right. And then immediately what you do, instead of understanding like, oh, that's an art project. That's that's part of it my just relief. It gets added onto the it list gets of overwhelm. Added, yeah. yeah, it gets added to the list of overwhelm instead of being that thing. And I think that that's why it's important to remind yourself like, Listen, no matter what is going on in life, your creativity, whether, you know, and like I said, whether it's uh, us creating a video or writing a song Mm -hmm. or something, it's easy. You could totally turn it into something that's, oh, this is just another thing I have to do. Yeah. And, you know, yes, the, the plumbing was something that we had to do, but the ability to look at that and turn it around and say, you know what, no matter what, this is happening. So I might as well have a good time. That's powerful. Yeah. Because then it's, I'm just going to get through this. And you, you segment it into this one thing versus having it be this thing that stacks onto everything else. Everything else. else? Yeah. Let's see here. Carrie said, my book of stories needs to get written. Probably need to just focus on that. Well, I stress leaving things behind, like I'll forget how to study or draw or make jewelry. Our brains are weird. It can feel weird to have to back burner stuff, but sometimes you do need to. Yeah. Um, And and that's the thing, Carrie. you got to remember, like we don't, we don't get it done. So like, if you do need to back burner something and focus on the one thing so you can pour your energy into it so that you can get it done. And most definitely give yourself some flexible deadlines, give yourself some flexible deadlines. And the challenge there is saying like, okay, I'm going to get this done and I'm going to get as close as I can, or I'm, you know, either I'm going to get it done or I'm going to get as close as I can. Mm -hmm. And that's really, uh, that's the whole purpose of a deadline, not something where it's like, I didn't even write today. And then you beat yourself up for it or something like that. Don't, don't do that silly stuff. Just try to make it work for you. Allie said the panic of not getting a project finished on time makes t- the tired. Oh, worse. it really Definitely. does. It really does. That's why that flexibility needs to come in. It's a total motivation killer to be I'll, stressed I'll give, out about. I'll give you guys an example, right? So like we're, we're getting ready to ship these books out. And the because of everything that was going on, we couldn't uh, do the audiobook. I couldn't record the audiobook. So we're going to make it a point to try and record the audiobook before Clee's parents come in, right? So like this is a very aggressive goal. It is. Um, I do have a plan for it. So I'm like, yeah, my plan will work. I don't know if it'll work. It might work. Either way, if it does not happen, I'm going to try to make it happen. But if it does start crossing that place where I'm getting stressed out about it, then I'm you're going to reevaluate. I'm going to reevaluate the timeline. Yeah, and and then I'll make the announcement. The the one thing is like I don't want to have to announce like hey guys, I uh, you know, it, it's going to be late, you know, and all that stuff uh again, but if if it comes down to my personal wellness or getting this audiobook out there begrudgingly in time, like I know that people would much rather have a good a good yeah yeah tina said like today was a pajama and youtube day because i wasn't feeling well which i think running yourself ragged can have negative effects on your absolutely health. yeah tina. it can absolutely i have to ask myself on that <clears throat> note because yeah you don't want to run yourself ragged so when i'm feeling tired i have to ask myself am i tired and do i need a break or am i making myself tired because i'm stressing out about something unnecessarily which one is it like yeah. am i making myself feel this way or do i really need to step away and like have a break and again like i'm constantly harping on checking in with yourself but like that's essentially the first step for me in yeah. any given situation yeah. And that's one of the things we do in the mornings when we sit down and we talk about our day. Yeah. You know, because there have been days where we had aggressive plans for that day where it's like, we're going to do this and this and this. And we both got up in the morning. I was like, I don't 
I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen <laughs> yeah. today. Sometimes the power goes out and, <clears throat> and, and our, our house is like, go outside. Go outside and, and just sit there. Laska yeah. said, if you don't listen when your body and brain whisper, eventually they will scream and run away. Hashtag had a meltdown last yeah. week. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Laska. Yeah. I hope it's better now. Yes. Um, Shar said, my creative art time is my time. I love listening to music or podcasts. I like putting my brain power more into this than work. Work has many deadlines and I've discovered this can stress me out. Yeah. Th and that's the thing. There is a big difference. When I first started uh, giving myself deadlines, when it came to art, I was approaching deadlines from a very corporate mentality, which is basically if you don't get your deadline done, then right. you have failed. Um, and that's just not how it works. No. You know, you have a deadline because you're like, okay, well, I want to try and get this done by this day. And if you don't get it done, then you just move your deadline. You yeah. know, like if that's, you can. It, it, yeah, you just move your deadline. Yeah. Um, obviously there are situations where like maybe you're working on a commission and it's for an anniversary or something like that. But honestly, even in those situations, a lot of times people have said, you know, if you can't make it, if you, if you can't get it to me in time, then I'll give it, you know, when, after, it's, ready. when it's ready. Arianne said, if you decide to rest, rest, don't spend the day feeling guilty about yes, it. Totally. That's the, that's the, that's the goal, Arianne. That's perfectly stated. Right. Cause if you spend your day of rest feeling guilty about it, then you just make yourself more tired. And I think that that's why, that's why, like there are days where I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm going to lay down. Uh, maybe just throw on, I just feel like watching some TV. I'm going to check my email, but I'm going to just, uh, we're just going to blitz binge watch this show. And then there are days where I'm like, you know, I would feel better if I got this done. I don't, you know, I'm not going to, it's not a big deal. It's something that I've been putting off and I could take my time and just, you know, a lot of times it's like, you're just sitting there. Mm -hmm. And you're not even, you don't even have to really think you're just doing like, it's the best time to do like the tedious things that you don't, don't want to think about. Oh yeah. I can do admin like a mofo <laughs> when I'm, <laughs> Tina said, oh, I don't feel guilty at all. Tomorrow I can face the day fresh and renewed. That's I love awesome. that Tina. Yeah. Loved how when your power went out, instead of twitching, twitching, Glee said, but look at this lovely candle we have. Yeah. Yeah, I do love a good candle <laughs> and it was a chance to enjoy it. And it was a great day. It really was. It was, you know, the power going out forced us to take a pause. We played some music. We talked to our neighbor. It was beautiful weather. And then we enjoyed a candle. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And the thing is that the if you if you decide to take a day off, uh, whether the power goes out or not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, there is always true. tomorrow. Now there, and you know, and even, even with the deadline of your parents coming, there are certain things it's like, okay, I want to get this done. I want to get this done. I want to get this done. And I had to think about it. I was like, well, what if they showed up tomorrow, which yeah. they're not going to, I was like, oh, it would be fine. Everything would be fine. And everything was listed kind of by priority <clears throat> too, right? Like this is the thing we really, really would like to get done. And some of these things are like bonus if yeah. they happen. And some yeah. of them are like, yeah, we'll see what happens. Cassie said, for me, the hard part is starting because I make the project bigger in my head by imagining everything that could go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Cassie, that, a lot of creatives do that. And Cassie, like. that's where chunking comes mm -hmm. in. Just yeah. five minutes, just get it started. Five minutes, uh, you say, okay, I'm going to give myself five minutes to just get this started. I'm going to give myself 15 minutes to just get this started, or I'm going to give myself 50 minutes to get this started. You get it started at the end of the five, 15 or 50 minutes. If you decide, you know what? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Then you do it again the next day. You know, you try it again the next day. And that way, my biggest thing is I get started on a project because I know that I could think myself out of the project. Uh, when it comes to things that I don't know how to do, I think Cotter Pinks had mentioned on our Discord uh, that uh, she would like to just be just able to do stuff, just be able to do stuff and kind of uh, do it because we built this wall and we did all this stuff. And like, you know, a lot of the, the stuff that that we've been doing in this house, we don't know how to do any of it. And but we just jump right into it. And I think that that's the thing. If I if I spend too much time before I get started thinking about it, I could talk myself out of every and any single project. So I just kind of jump in 
just jump in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) For chunking has been a, a, just a lifesaver for the past couple of years. Even if it's the littlest thing, like I'm just going to lay my materials out. I don't even have to do anything with them. Just lay them out. One hammer strike on this piece of metal, open this package, whatever it is. Yeah. Carrie said, I take Sundays off for cleaning and movies and pampering myself. It really helps to stop the guilt over a rest day. Oh, That's yeah. nice, Carrie. I That's love that. That's good. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, none of us should ever feel guilty about taking a day off. And that is that is the struggle for, for a lot of us. And I mean, when it comes down to it, that's why I say if you're going to make a choice, it's not about, oh, I don't want to or I don't, you know, because you're either running away from something or you're running towards something. And that's that's the way that I look at it. Right. My most empowered point of view is when I'm running towards something. So even if I say, you know what, today, today is Netflix day. I am running towards Netflix yeah. like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, today, today <laughs> is a, you know what, Let we've got burgers. Let's, I, I'm going to make some burgers. Mm-hmm. Today is a, let's just sit outside and just veg day. Um, and that's, that's the thing. It's like really, really being, you know, because a lot of times we are really good at saying like, well, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to work on this and I'm going to work on this and I have this project going on. But when it comes to determining our relaxation time, we're, we're not as specific. You know, it's more like, well, I don't really feel like working today or I don't really feel like doing anything today versus talking about what it is that you do feel like doing. What do you feel like doing? Do you feel like sitting out in the sun? Do you feel like uh, taking a walk in the woods? That's true. Just that simple change of phrasing makes a huge difference. It does. Kirkman said those hard deadlines like weddings or anniversaries have really been my struggle lately. Other projects I know I can move around and communicate with the client, but when it's for a scheduled event, it can run you ragged if you're not careful and take on too much. Yes. Truth, Kirkman. I've been in those situations. I'm very careful when it's a scheduled deadline nowadays, and I learned this lesson, you know, um, when it's for something like that, it's like, well, what is the timeline? How much time do we have here? On occasion, I'll take on an emergency anniversary thing or, you know, a thing with a really short timeline, but anymore, I don't like to do it when it's something like that. No. And I get started on it right away. Immediately. Right away. Yeah. Uh, because chunk the crikey out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to break, I had to break that habit when it came to stuff that had deadlines, I had to break the habit of like working on it the day before, uh, because that's what would happen. Like you think about it and you put it off and then you sit there and you doubt yourself and you doubt yourself and you doubt yourself and you don't do anything and you keep doubting yourself. And then the deadline is approaching quickly approaching and you've got two days left. And during those two days, it's either do it and push through all that doubt and mm-hmm. just get it done. Or you're going to have to call the client and let them know that you weren't able to do it and offer a refund. Yeah. So like at that point, and that, that's where I had to train myself to just push through that doubt early on so that I, I could get the project done early in case I ran into any snafus. Carrie said, yeah, the guilt over being nice to ourselves is probably the silliest thing we do as humans. It really is. It probably is it really the silliest is. thing. It's definitely in the top five silliest things. Yeah. Cassie said, it's hard for me to let go of the I'm being irresponsible and this reflects on me as a human part. I feel you, Cassie. We feel you. Because there's the thing is, the thing that I've realized, especially home ownership is humbling, y'all. <laughs> um, the thing that I've really realized more now than ever before is like, there is never going to be a time in my life where there isn't something that I want to do, probably multiple things, creatively, things with this house, um, life things, there's always going to be a list of stuff. Yeah. And so if you don't deliberately take a day uh, or, or time, whatever time, um, and you're, you're constantly letting that pressure of the things dictate what you do, you know, in, in the idea that someday I'm going to get this list cleared and then I'll chill out, you're not going to clear the list. It's never going to be cleared. So you have to take, there has to be self-care. You have to be, you have to be deliberate about it because Mm -hmm. if, if you are allowing yourself to be pulled in every direction, simply because, I mean, Tina says it there, like, you know, I learned, uh, when I became a mother that someday you need some, t- some days you need to take a break. And, or you're a help to no one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth of it. You know, with, with, with my kids, like it was like, 
if I needed some break time, I was going to take the break time. And I was always very honest with them. Of course, a lot of my break time was with the kids, you know, because I spent a lot of time at work. So I did enjoy that. Those. Yeah. My kids were awesome. I mean, they're still awesome, but, but I, but I, you know, I enjoyed those days, but there would be days where I was like, listen, guys, today is just, just a me day. It's just a me day. I'm, I'm going to, uh, just veg today. Mm hmm. I'm, I'm going to skateboard down the alley and feel the wind in my, my hair back when I had hair, you know, like yeah. that's that <laughs> there, there are things, there are things that you do that really make you feel relaxed. Um, of course, a lot of times when I painted, they would come down into the studio with me and paint. So that was, that was relaxing too. Fun times. Yeah. I will say <clears throat> in, in all the craziness that we had, um, I treated the drive to Rochester like a day off. Oh, I Even loved though it, it wasn't. Technically, it wasn't a day off, but it was a road trip adventure. And yep. so that was really restorative to me, for sure. It, it was it was restorative emotionally, physically. Um, I, I think when I got back, the drive, uh, it, it, it was a little bit much for me. Sure. I think emotionally, it, it, I felt great because it was like there were all these gorgeous views. We got to drive. I love obviously hanging out with you in the car. All that stuff, but I think uh, the tired started to hit before we got home, and luckily, luckily it didn't hit before then. But yeah, immediately following schlepping the books into the house. Yeah, Cassie said I read in a book once <clears throat> that not taking care of yourself is actually selfish because it puts that responsibility on yes. others. Yes, indeed, Ooh, that's, Cassie. That's a really concisely yes. powerful way to say that. Yes, indeed, Cassie. Totally. A lot of people, you got them out there and they become the martyrs because they're like, I'm always blah, 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 blah. And it, it, it causes a lot of other people to walk on eggshells. That's just one example of that. Um, but yeah, because then it causes people to have to take responsibility for you and you do need to take care of yourself. Yeah. Char said, as Ferris Bueller quoted, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. An excuse to skip work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kiri said, hubby and I started playing pickleball. Don't stress on the rules or keep score. Just get outside and have fun. Yeah, I love that. I love, I that, love that too. Uh, Shroy said, hustle culture is yes, a lie. Yes, yes, Shroy. Yes, it is. The idea that you can work so, so hard right now and um, because someday you'll be able to just do nothing and have all the money is a, is a lie. I mean, that's kind of like. that's yeah. kind of like a that's the same representation as what culture has always been, which is like work your job, work your job, work your job. And then someday you can retire. And like that's just that there's no reality there. You know, um, I, I mean, obviously you can retire, but it's not as um, luxurious as a lot of people make it seem. Right. And hustle culture, like you burn yourself out. And honestly, you can't ride on your laurels. You, you gotta, you, you know, it's not about work, 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 and then ride on your laurels. You're always going to be doing something. So you have to be able to balance that personal time. Yeah. And the way that you approach the work differently. Like there are certain things where uh, today, for example, where I got up and I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not feeling it today. There are certain things that if, if they were on my agenda for today, I would have been like, no, no effing way. I'm not Mo doing that today. <laughs> Moving you to another day. Yeah. That's getting See moved you. to another day. <laughs> See on Thursday thing that I had to do. Yeah. Anything that was super, honestly, today, today was like set up the, the pod bean, you know, the, this, what we're doing right now and like write a blog for something that I was doing. So it was a lot of like just relaxing and, 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 you know, organizing our schedule. So a lot of that stuff um, was just going to get done. And it's, it wasn't like nothing was stressful. Mm. If, if any of it was too emotionally or too physically, like I was not going to go out and clean the garage today. That was part of what I was thinking about doing today. And that's not going to happen. I'm not cleaning any garage. No. As a matter of fact, we did cancel something today. We were supposed to have Better on the Drums live band practice tonight. And it just, it was too much. It was too much. Too much. And plus, uh, we're having problems with our iPad monitors. So the technical difficulties on the back end were stressing me out. <laughs> and I thought, you know, let's just sort that out and pick it back up. 
next time. Ellie said, runaway moments cause survival mode. Nothing creative comes. No, no, comes no. Comes from survival lizard brain. No, nothing, nothing. I mean, that's the thing. Like when you get into a place where you go into survival mode, um, you just, all your creativity shuts down. All your decision making shuts down. And you basically then move forward uh, like a robot. And it's just, it really is not well, worth it. It's no way to live. I would prefer <clears throat> to live a lifestyle that actually sustains me, that I could actually do into old age, that I could do this however I set up my life, that I could do this until the day that I die right. and be happy and feel fulfilled and not drained. Um, I, thought- I thought it was a dig at disco hustle culture. <laughs> do the hustle. <laughs> I'm trying to set a course for my life where I'll never want to retire because I love it too much to stop. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. And that's, that's the goal. That's the goal is just living life and having fun. Uh, you know, that I want to be doing this until the day that I, you know, kick the bucket. Shroy said the more research that is done on sleep, the more we learn just how important it is. Yeah. Yeah. For our body health and our cognitive yeah. health and for figuring stuff out in our in the back of our brain jars. That's, that's where, that's where, unfortunately, when I get too wrapped up in something, uh, it doesn't work in my, because then I, I stay up late. I push staying up late. Um, and then I wake up super early. So I don't get enough sleep. Um, except this morning I slept. It was nice. Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) Cassie said, I'm still ruminating on the running towards what you choose without guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Just run towards because you're giving yourself a direction to go in. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not that, that thing that people are like, what are you doing? You know, like I woke up in a culture where like my dad would come in. It's like, what are you guys doing? You're doing nothing. (laughs) Right. It didn't matter what we were doing. We could be working in the studio or like. There was a while. Anytime he would call us, he would be like, you guys are sleeping. And we're like, no, we're not. I was like, it's three in the afternoon. We've been working, you know? So like, but, but it's that, that mentality that if you are taking time for yourself, that, you know, you're doing something wrong. Right. And I, you know, I feel like we grow up in that because, you know, you can't, you can't use your imagination. Hold on. Let's, let's wait till that that motorized vehicle to pass. Uh, You can't, you can't use your imagination in class because then you're just daydreaming. You're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You're just over there, blah, blah, blah. Like for us to want to take time out for ourselves, we have to really, really not give a shit what anybody else thinks. Yeah. I mean, on that train of thought, like as a kid, um, you had to be sick for the, for people yeah. to leave you alone, yeah. essentially. Like, and we kind of train ourselves that way. Ali said, so true, Timothy hustle culture, bad idea. Only end up hating something that you used to love. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the reasons that a lot of people give the advice of like, don't, don't pursue, don't try to turn your hobbies and the things that you love into monetary stuff. And I'm like, no, you can. It's not the monetization that'll kill it. No, it's it's your attitude towards mm-hmm. it. Because if if you you don't originally start creating art because you want to make money, but if you get to a point where you want to create art because you want to make money or you start chasing the money, then you kill it. Then you kill it. Yeah. Then it becomes all about hustling and all that bullshit. And it's not about that. Shroy said, for the, for the creative, retirement is a hell, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I will say this. I will say this. There is nothing wrong with working your butt off to get your dreams, okay? Yeah. And what I mean by that is that I spent many, many years of my life approaching my creativity from a really defeatist, really apathetic, really lazy place where I just wasn't, essentially. Yeah. Um, And so now it's like, it's finding that balance, right? Um, Knowing when I'm just making excuses and it's time to put my big girl pants on and step up to the plate and get some shit done. And knowing when I truly do need a break. Yeah. Because you don't want to swing too far in either direction. I mean, but I think if you swing too far in one direction, then the pendulum effect is to try to Swing too far in the opposite direction, direction. whichever it is. And so really you do have to try to strike that balance. I think it really depends too. Like there's no, you know, where you might see somebody, um, because I think about when we first started, right. It was really exciting 
to be yeah, doing shows totally. and to be showing our art. And it was exciting to like be in the studio uh, as much as we were and like creating art and going out and doing the shows that we were doing, um, even though we were doing that for like a year. And during that time, all of that was so new and so exciting. And it wasn't until it became then then it became like where it was like, oh, I, I don't want to do this. I've I've done this. It's time to level already up, a bunch yeah. of times. It's time to level up and do something else. So yeah, we did a lot, but it was still very exciting. I I think it's when you turn it into work where it's like, oh, you got to keep doing this the way that you've been doing it because that's the hustle. That's the whatever, right? Because a lot of people would look at us and they were like, oh, you guys are hustling. And I was like, no, we're not. We're just this is fun. Mm-hmm. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. It was when it started to get a little monotonous that we And pulled. you didn't want to do it anymore, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That is the hustle mentality. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Even Push. though there's nothing here for you anymore, just keep beating that yeah. dead horse, essentially. Keep beating that dead horse because it's going to get you somewhere. That's the hustle. And it, I'm like, no, that's not how it is. There's a big difference between being really excited because we're creatives, right? So there's a big possibility that you're going to stay up for hours upon hours the entire day working on a project that mm-hmm. you are obsessed with, yep. right? And then the next morning you're going to get up and you're going to work on that project and people are going to see you and they're going to be like, you look so tired. And you're going to be like, I know, but I've been working on this thing. And it's been awesome. And it's been awesome. And I think that that's, that's the thing is like, it's not as easily defined as me going to work and it sucks and then I got to take a break. It's more along the lines of like, where where am I at? And understanding that if I do want to take a few days off to do something else, I can. Yeah. Allie said, oh my God, I'm always turning my phone off because people want me to do things for them because I just draw all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had to set people straight on Boundaries, that one. I definitely. had to set people straight. Be like, listen. You don't see me. You want me to start calling you all day because you just sit in a chair all day in an office? You know, like, no. Uh, how frustrating, Allie, said yeah. Rachel. Clover said, I've been really tired at my part-time job and I have tendonitis in my shoulder and foot and I'm looking for a new job, but I don't want a new job. I just want to work on art and live my life. And it's so exhaust- exhausting, the hustle culture. Yeah, it is. It is really exhausting. I mean, that's that's the thing, Clover. It's like... When it comes to that, where you're still figuring out the financials mm-hmm. of the of, of being able to do your art, obviously in the book, in the book that we're sending out, we talk a lot about how we started. We had cut our finances down to by almost nothing. to almost nothing, so that we could afford to uh, basically be broke, uh, which is what what, yeah. we, what we did in the very beginning. But then um, when you have a, when you have a part time job, you don't have to worry about that. Like you're still able to pay your bills, but you also want to put that focus on the art. And Clover, I see you doing a lot. Like you're heading in that direction. Yes. And um, it's just compensating while it, because it does take time to get there. Maybe, you know, I, and I know, you know, this Clover, but like what, what corporate side hustles could be out there for you that don't feel so much like a job that's that's the trick it's remember jobs are a dime a dozen yeah um, you can so, always like if you don't if it's draining look for something else because it's just the corporate side hustle cassie said well my favorite thing is when someone contacts me to do a project because it won't take that long like <laughs> thanks for assuming so little of what i do i react that way to that comment too i'm like what are you getting at mate like with that, oh, you know, just a little something, something, because you're really skilled, so it won't take you that long. Yeah, blah, blah. yeah. I know that people mean well. Recently, mostly. recently, somebody that we really like said that to me. I know, and we both cringed. We both cringed a little bit, and I was like, mm, okay, I'll think about it. We know what you mean, but try to rephrase that. Yeah, uh, humans. Yeah. My family thinks I don't work because I don't have a paycheck at the end of each week. They don't understand writing a book. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people don't understand the creative. People, people do not understand uh, how it works. And that's fine. That's fine. Uh, because the thing is that like when it comes to what we do as artists, it's not, you don't, you're not going to get a paycheck at the end of the week. Right. And that is so outside of people's comfort zones that, um, that is so outside of people's comfort zones that they just don't have that understanding. They don't. 
Esther said, I have a new resolution. If I'm doing something that feels like pushing a string uphill or I'm feeling resentful about it, I'm going to fire myself from that activity. <laughs> I love that you I use the term that. pushing a string uphill, which is great, and fire myself, meaning it's not up for debate. Yep. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. I think that's fantastic. It's time to turn in your resignation. It is, you are done. Uh, Sarah said, <laughs> I rarely get interrupted since I threw my son out, lol. <laughs> you know, you got to do good. what you got to do. That's good. <laughs> Clover said, serving is the closest thing I've found as I make full-time income with less than 20 hours, but now I'm getting older. It's too hard on my body. Uh, yeah. 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 There's got to be other options though. I mean, and, and I know that that's difficult because mm-hmm. man, I don't know. I Even don't know. Freelance it's, gig work, you know, freelance, with, like, with your graphic skills, yeah, or whatever other skills you, you could monetize and do from the comfort of your home um, and offer as a freelancer, you know, maybe think on some of those things too. And that could take a little time to get there too. But now because freelancing has become such a huge thing, 30% of the population, I want to say, is freelance or self-employed. Yeah. There's entire communities and platforms for freelance work. Um, and I've even been thinking about, you know, like, what if I decided I wanted to do some voiceover work as a, as a freelance thing and offer it? I mean, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I mean, it's one of the one of the things is like taking a look at all those things, because we look at everything like maximizing the stuff and you want to start doing jingles and stuff. And so that works, too, because if there are opportunities to do some freelance voiceover work, then you can do that. Cassie said, can I fire myself from laundry and dishes? (laughs) (laughs) Until you're naked and hungry. Sure. Go for it. I mean, yeah, you know, there's a threshold, Cassie. There's a threshold. There's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you find a way, please Please share, share said Carrie. That's a good idea. Last time I looked was before the panorama. So I'll look into it. Let's call it the panorama from now on instead of the pandemic thing. Um, So one of the things I was going to say about laundry and dishes is actually like I have been using laundry and dishes (laughs) as an excuse to um, to just zone out. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut you off because Tina said I'm trying to get husband to freelance the dishes and laundry. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, I'll just say what I said again. Okay. I like to use laundry and dishes time uh, to zone out. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Like, it's almost like a meditation. Folding, folding stuff is a meditation. You do too. Yeah. You're doing dishes. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, you know, it was one of those things that I learned. I forget which book it was that I was reading, but it was like where you uh, are practicing mindfulness, right? Because Mm -hmm. what happens a lot of times when you're folding laundry or doing dishes is that you're thinking about everything else that's going on. And it could be frustrating. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to spend all this time doing this. And in essence, what you're doing is you're using the dishes and you're using the laundry as a way to practice mindfulness Mm -hmm. where you are essentially meditating. You're not allowing yourself to think about other things. You just kind of focus on what it is that you're doing. And that uh, it's a powerful practice because it allows you to train your brain to think about the things that you do want to think about, focus on the things, get better at focusing on the things that you do want to focus on so that your brain doesn't run away with all like the other, it likes to do. Yeah, like it like likes to do. Like a petulant child. Yes, yes, exactly. Carrie's like, shoot, y'all just reminded me that I need to fold laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah says, I do laundry once a month. I own a lot of socks, etc. Keep dishes done up as I am cooking. Yeah, that's, like that's the way that. to do it. That's the way to do it. When Rafi's cooking up some good grub, I like to rinse things off or wash things. Keep yeah. up with it. Cassie said, me too. And I got my kids to leave me alone while cleaning by putting them to work if they approach me. There <laughs> I you love, go. I love that, mm-hmm. Cassie. <laughs> I read the same in Practical Mindfulness, said Sarah M. Uh, raking leaves, et cetera. It's a good break from the it mind is. Chatter. It really yeah. is. It really is. And and all it is 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 it's just meditation. It's basically meditate training teaching our brains to focus on what we want to focus on, right? Because a lot of people confuse meditation with like, well, you got to think about nothing. Well, no, actually you can't not think about something. It's just the hardest thing to think of. Yeah. So like it, it really allows you to train yourself to get control over the petulant child that is the stick man in your head mm-hmm. that is constantly like, well, you know, you should be worried about this. Well, you know, you should be worried about that. 
Allie said, wow, I'm jealous of your sock collection. I was kind of thinking the same thing. <laughs> I know, like right? A month's worth of socks. That's epic. That's a lot of socks. I love me some socks. I don't have a month's worth, I don't think. Arianne said, I also use chore time to catch up on podcasts. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Audiobooks, like, podcasts, anything, good and, music. And that's what I feel. I feel like if you are purposefully focused on something, Right. Because we do we do the same thing where we'll throw on some podcasts or we'll throw on a, an audiobook and listen to it. We're like, you know, that folding laundry or doing dishes, you could you could listen or think about whatever it is that you want to listen to or think about. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very powerful to be able to take that time and use it deliberately. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's the same thing what we were talking about today. Like when you're tired and instead of feeling guilty because you want to give yourself some time off or you just want to take it easy that day or something like that, it's understanding like, no, I'm going to do this deliberately. I, I have a reason why I'm going to do this. So for me, when I'm doing dishes, it's, this is my meditation time, or I want to listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. or there, there, here's this new album that came on that I want to think about, that I want to listen to. So everything is very deliberate. Esther Every- said, I'm a little addicted to visual and audio stimulation, so I'm having to sometimes choose the silence. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, that's, that's brilliant. awesome. That's brilliant, Esther. Yeah. I do the same things. I do the same things in the morning sometimes. If I get up before Klee does and I'll sit down uh, down in the gallery and just sit and listen. You know, you listen to the silence. Mm-hmm. Do any of you guys do that where you just listen to the silence? I, I, I just, I, I suddenly got very, um, <laughs> very, very shy and introverted as I like describe, like, did you listen to the silence? <laughs> well, I know what you mean. Listen. Well, so, you know, and Sarah sometimes silence is golden. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. I like to, um, especially here, I love to stare out the window and watch the critters in our yard. Even through the winter, we had some cute little birds uh, that stuck around. And to just hear nothing but whatever's going on outside, that's that's wondrous. Yes, I love listening to the silence, right? Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> yes, Samuel. <laughs> I learn a lot about my neighbors by sitting in the silence on my porch. That <laughs> is so often hilarious. a side effect of sitting quietly outside. Yes. Love yes. silence. I only like ironing when Netflix is involved. <laughs> you know, certain tasks you like need the distraction. Like if I'm scrubbing the toilet or the floor around the toilet, I probably need some good tunes and not the silence. Yeah. But yeah. other activities, the silence is great. Jenny said, no one ever talks to me at work, but today they won't stop when I want to listen to you guys. Oh, Jenny. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Kiri said, I love to iron clothes. I just go into a meditative state naturally. It's so beautiful. My mind does go quiet. It's one of the few things that does this for me. That's awesome. That is awesome. So if if you have that experience, it's easier to take that and translate that into other activities. Into other activities. Yeah. Esther's got a student in three minutes, so enjoy the podcast. Oh, Esther, you, Esther. We love you. Thank you for being here. We're actually going to be signing off soon uh, anyhow. So mm-hmm. we've got uh, – how do we bring this back to in the podcast? Clee and I, I, I already forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, we're feeling tired. Pushing through the tired or Push- not pushing through the tired and just having a day. Just having a day. I think yeah. this was an excellent conversation on living a life that is sustainable. Yeah. That's not hustle. <laughs> that's not because it's not about the hustle hustle. It's not about pushing through the tired. And, uh, you know, cause that, I think that my, my, my title was a little misleading because it wasn't about pushing through the tired, but I know that a lot of people will say, how do you push through the tired? How do you, how do you hustle? How do you move forward? You gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta stay on all the time. And the fact of the matter is that like you have to decide day to day what it is that you're feeling and what it is that you need. It might be, I'm going to choose to uh, stare at the sky today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to listen to the sounds, uh, the sounds of silence. I'm going to choose to go outside and just sit in the sun today. 
It, you know, and it doesn't have to be a full full affair. It could be like I'm going to sit in the sun for the next few hours. I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a walk in the forest. I am gonna take a nap today on the couch. Yep. Uh, you know, it and it's it all is about heading towards something and not running away from something. If you find yourself, even even for people that get stressed out with work, if you find yourself saying like, I need a break from work. I need to get away from this. See if you could rephrase it to, you know what, when I'm not at work, this is what I'm going to do. And it could be, I'm just going to sit and relax. I'm going to have a drink. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to work on my art. It is getting yourself used to heading towards something and not running away from something because that that is really the key. I have found that in life, whenever I try to run away from stress, what ends up happening is I boomerang right back to stress because whatever it is that I think I'm running towards, I'm running towards the opposite. So it's like focusing on where you want to go versus where you don't want to be. And I think that when it comes to a day like that where you're tired, it's about looking at where do where do I want to go today? Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? Do I want to finish a few things? And if I do, how, could I do them in a way where it's not stressful or anything? Because where I want to go is not have a life where I'm stressed out all the time or pushing myself beyond, beyond what, what I'm capable of doing. I want to push. I I don't want to push myself. I want to live life and enjoy every single moment of it. It's about treating yourself well, said Sarah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so that you can share your gifts and treat others well, um, as well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, that's it. You guys, thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like what you listen here and you want to listen to more like this, just go ahead and click somewhere around here to subscribe. And that's it. Uh, We are off. I adore you guys. Thank you so much, everybody that was here with us during the podcast. You guys made this conversation absolutely freaking amazing. This this was a great conversation. So thank you so much. And for everybody out there listening, thank you for being here. And that's it. You want to say goodbye, Clee? Good day. Adios.